and welcome to the first episode of Exchanges. Through this podcast, we bring you dialogues across generations exchanges on common topics around behavior, attitude, and actions. Hopefully, good conversations that make you more aware and empathetic. I'm Krishna Priya, a Gen Z, sometimes called Chippy, and my co-host is Sanjay, a Gen X. Hence the name, X-Changes. X-Change-Z. We hope you like this podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast through whichever app you are using, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so forth. Stay smart and listen on. We're tuning in once again from our respective houses, given that, um, you know, the virus is not gone. We're still under lockdown. I'm Krishna Priya, uh, but those around me call me Chippy. Um, I'm I just finished my first year at Kriya University and I'm hoping to pursue a major in economics along with environmental science. Uh, today, I have Sanjay Uncle in conversation with me. Sanjay Uncle, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, I am Sanjay uh, and I lead the marketing team for one of the software products companies out of Bangalore. Yeah, and uh, Sanjay, uncle and I go way back. Like uh, my parents are friends with him and uh, I've... I've met him and like talked to him ever since I was a small kid so um, I think it's great that we're getting two different generations to talk today um, yeah Sanjay uncle how has your day been my day is got good chippy uh, and I will continue to call you chippy over this podcast uh, hopefully not uh, sure. uh, this episode but many more to come uh, it has been good so far how was it yours at your end? Oh, it's been good and bad. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been weird, actually, because, uh, you know, I've always tried to win all the arguments that I have. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a very competitive person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, for some reason, uh, last night I argued with my friend and, uh, you know, it wasn't like a black or white discussion. There was a lot of gray area, but I still, like, I kept shouting and trying to get my point across and I mean I feel like I won that discussion because um, he didn't say anything after that but I feel kind of weird inside because even though I think I won I don't feel victorious I don't know what that Mm. is yeah 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 it's glad that you brought this story out first of all it takes a lot of courage to tell this story so I appreciate that sharing with me Uh, I could relate to this 100%. And even when I look back into my childhood, I probably was like this, uh, no different. And again, when I have a boy at home, and you know Adi, uh, he's an aspiring basketball player, so he has been under basketball coaching for quite some time. And this Mm -hmm. incident is uh, not so long back, given the timelines we are in. When we moved into this particular apartment where we are staying now, and all these families are coming in. It's a new apartment complex. And Adi definitely wants to make some friends. So he goes down to this small basketball court, the half basketball court, as we call it. There are a few more kids there and he starts playing. He comes mm. back home 
that evening and tells me that okay acha uh, i scored them i outscored them 112 which is like a mm-hmm. very disastrous score if you are scoring that 12 so i had a small uh, chat with him casually it's not that okay we called for a 30 minute discussion but very casually i told him that, okay i know adi you are playing well basketball you are undergoing coaching but are those kids undergoing coaching no they were just uh, newbies probably some of them playing basketball for the first time so that's when we got down a bit deeper into some discussions in terms of okay now what do you want to do do you want to play with them again how were there as uh, your friends they were good guys i do definitely want to play with them so then i told him that it may not be a good idea for you to win that game and i said win and winning at all costs in terms of scoring that a maniacal number of points outscoring them that may not be required because you want them to come back to that court if you are demoralizing that person who is playing basketball for the first time that you lost 1200 then you may not find him coming there and more more than that he may not be friends with you because kids are kids uh, they may not be able to come out of that so mm-hmm. uh, i think he got that advice well of course he had that competitiveness in him Uh, but i think he mellowed that down and next time probably he didn't beat them so badly that they started coming back and now he's got a healthy friend circle here he still plays basketball with them while he still continues his coaching so uh, i don't know whether that sounds similar to what you're facing gp that actually does now that i'm thinking about it like in very like covert ways um this this need for people to win is actually very like putting down for um those around them um and i know this because there've been multiple incidents in my in my school life as well as my university life where you know um people are just trying to win and not taking into consideration those around them um it's and it's very interesting that it's happening even like to young kids uh, does this also happen in like a corporate level of uh, professional life Absolutely while you were talking about university and school i was just in my office it happens every day oh. every day uh, be it very experienced veterans in the game or we very new people coming into the job it happens sometimes uh, the competitive landscape which you are in and i essentially feel that in india we are hyper competitive than in many other geographies we try to win every transaction which is not required and i have a few points around that which i can probably explain and i try to coach some of my team members at least and some of the people who i mentor on a, a very regular basis mm. i think this happens because we always think as winning as the only outcome or the desired outcome out of every transaction and when it's a transaction it could be just an argument which or argument or discussion which you are having over a lunch table maybe it is on mm-hmm. on politics or maybe it is on economics or maybe it is on sports second one it could be a project uh, which you are working on or it could be a meeting which you are having and you want to come out victorious when your points get approved or taken in are you trying to say that not winning always is the good thing so then how do people get medals and stuff Hmm. Good. Good. Good questions. I mean, it's a deep, deeper conversations and maybe a bit philosophical also. So I mm-hmm. believe that winning in every transaction is definitely not required. And you can you can 
take out the biographies of all champions, and I very deliberately use the world champions, not winners. The champions are people who win long term, are not people who just win every transaction. Not just win every transaction. They are not winning any transactions. You can read about Michael Jordan, who is probably the most successful champion of basketball ever, and he talks about how many times he has taken that last shot, which would have won them, and he missed that. Mm-hmm. But, but he he is a champion. So how did he become a champion? Because in every transaction, he is not winning. So it is it's not about winning, but I feel it is about enjoying that particular act. or process of game mm-hmm. and when i say game it's a project also it could be your a university project it could be your office project it could be your office meeting or it could be any project which you do at your neighborhood uh, it is mm-hmm. not you have to personally have to win every time you sometimes take a step back for allowing other people to take control uh, but you don't have to win every time uh, you enjoy the process of stepping back allowing other people to come in and join the process of working with them and join the process of team team as such and come back with mm-hmm. lots of learning on what works and what did not work and how other people can contribute towards the success a successful coach talks about winning every game uh, but they really look for building champions out of the games and some of these ingredients are maybe some of those things which i just mentioned wow you know this is reminding me uh, of this incident that was mentioned in a book that i was reading um, i'm not sure if you're aware of the um, there's this book called what got you here won't get you there yeah yeah i also Marshall. read that yeah yeah wonderful book for those of you who are listening like we highly recommend it um so one of the incidents that he talks about is this like sunday afternoon barbecue uh, thing that was happening and this dad decides to play uh, basketball with his son and his son is obviously much younger and much smaller than him and at first you know it's all fun and games and they're having fun and the uh, he he's letting his son win and suddenly like it dawned on him that oh i'm losing this game and he started playing aggressively against a small child um just to win and you know that might have very negatively affected that kid's perspective uh and relationship with basketball for the future oh i agree i i couldn't agree more and i again one more uh, incident that comes to my mind is where parents try to mm. coach their kids between the game uh, yes. and i can i can bet many of the parents who i am seeing outside the court have not even touched the ball once but mm. they deliberately get into their kids game uh, who is being coached by a regular coach but uh, these parents will call these kids out and then try to coach them so that they become more competitive and needless to say these kids don't play up to their potential after that coaching because that's not that's precisely the thing which is not required at that moment but they still do that so i always advise uh, parents and probably people from my generation or even uh, every generation below not to look at your kids to win that game when you pick up your kids uh from their daily coaching or their game don't ask them questions like how many games did you win how many goals did you score how many baskets did you put inside but mm-hmm. ask them questions like did you enjoy the game was it fun uh, who are the other kids who are the other friends who were playing with you why did they do good 
and can, did you help them so if you can ask those questions and help your boy or girl learn more enjoy the process nothing like it you know this is uh, very similar to uh, something we learn in economics it's called priming so it's basically also marketing tactic that controls future consumer behavior right so this is very similar to that in in the sense of uh, priming your kids future so if you're asking them questions like did you win or how many goals did you score you're you're kind of priming them to only uh, aim for success um, and for wins but when you're asking them questions like oh did you have fun or did you like enjoy with your friends it's it's getting them to fall in love with the process very nicely put chippy and if you fall in love with the process you are actually creating champions champions not in games yes. but champions in life too couple of other examples and our listeners can always check these links out in our show notes valerie contos field one of the most successful gymnastics coaches of the whole world and she was the coach for the us women gymnastics team for quite some quite some years she talks about uh, that why winning does not always equal success and this is an interesting that video which i would encourage our listeners to read another one the barefoot coach written by paddy upton paddy upton was the mental coach for the world cup winning india one day squad cricket he talks about why we should not be too worried about the outcome and how worrying about the outcome puts unnecessary stress in into the players of uh, into the players mind and and believe me these these people are talking about players of the highest level so they just cannot handle the pressure we cannot expect our kids or even people uh, like us to handle that pressure so it is it is not always looking at these uh, outcomes as winning always yeah for sure and i think uh, this is a good time for the three point summary um you know the first one would be a quote by marshall goldsmith himself where he says there's a fine line between winning when it counts and winning when no one is counting right and um, another thing to remember is that people like to be listened to considering that 90% of their thoughts are about themselves so um to kind of listen carefully to what they're saying what they're doing is validating them and therefore creating an atmosphere of collaboration and finally um as james clear the author of atomic habits would say enjoy the process not the outcome um we really hope that this was um, engaging and captivating um it's always interesting to learn um from different uh people who have different experiences in life um yeah thank you bye thank you jp i look forward for our next discussion bye hey thanks for listening to this episode You've been listening to Exchanges X Change Z. The music you hear is brought to you by 13-year-old Rishikesh and our logo is designed by a millennial, Asha. Before we go, we have one small request. If you like this, please share it with someone who you think will benefit from this podcast. We'll be very happy. See you next episode. Stay smart.